Okay, Justin, I have a challenge for you today. What's up? I want you to do the entire podcast in Jaden Smith's voice from After Earth. Uh, when he goes into his accent or when he goes out of his accent or when he has his like little punchable scrunched up face with an accent? I don't know. I really can't tell the difference. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay, good. I'm glad you didn't accept the challenge because we're going to talk about After Earth today. And it's going to be bad enough, I think, without getting into, uh, I don't know, trying to emulate it. There's nothing really else to say about it. It's a fucking horrible movie. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a new record under a minute for us. We'll talk to you next week. All right. See ya. Okay. This is a game of chicken I will win. <laughs> People are going to think you're really done. Yeah. Well, I guess that we, we owe it to everybody who listens every week to talk about this movie, horrible as it is. So It's basically take your kid to work day as a movie done horribly. It's more than take your kid to work day. I mean, like, it's basically like, all right, you know, son, here's, you know, the wheel of a giant ship try not to crash it and at which point he does his best impression of that one uh you know captain in italy who ran the boat ashore <laughs> and flipped it yeah the titanic um it wasn't a t- t- titanic it was a cruise liner thing that was the boat's <laughs> name was the titanic oh uh, yeah it was the titanic was a cruise liner too but but it was a much smaller cruise liner. Yeah. It struck an iceberg in the Mediterranean, I think, and then flipped over. Um, That's what I read. I think you're off by a couple latitude, but it's close to the Mediterranean. Well, speaking of latitude and planet Earth, let's talk about planet Earth. About how we need to bundle up at night when it freezes over. Every, you know, four hours, or that there are giant monkeys just running rampant in what looks like a North American environment for some reason, or I don't know. So somehow they changed the orbit of the Earth. I never got what their explanation was. Just that there Earth's was dangerous. No explanation is stupid. Earth's dangerous. Yeah, I, I, I really don't get like as much as you can fuck up Earth unless it literally doesn't have an atmosphere it won't change drastically in temperature from night to day like that and there is obviously an atmosphere because there are storms and electrical interference and other things going on it's got the oxygen and it's dangerous so i didn't understand okay i mean i really didn't understand a lot of what they were saying in this movie and maybe it just doesn't make any sense but why did they need little oxygen pills or capsule thingies because Earth's atmosphere was too thin or something. There's something different from the atmosphere from now, from the modern time. Or just that humans have evolved to deal with whatever atmosphere is on their, you know, adopted planet at this point. Something about the atmosphere doesn't agree with people for whatever reason, so they have to have the pills to make sure their body can... Yeah, the little jelly pills, okay. ...function. They ha- yeah, they have to eat the jelly beans to make sure the body functions properly in Earth. 
Many things not explained in this movie. Jaden has to take his power-up mushroom every couple hours or whatever, or he shrinks back down. How about let's start with a, with a society that that is like spacefaring, and this advanced has people with like legs cut off in a wheelchair. Yeah, seems that they seem to take liberties with a lot of things technologically, and then they make them seem comparatively barbaric in other ways. Like they use like little sails in their buildings and stuff, and they fight with sticks. Well, yeah, it's like that. Like replicate themselves sticks that like transform into different blades. I actually, I don't know. It seemed like a lightsaber ripoff, kind of. Yeah, and it's it looks neat and everything, but again, you're traveling through warp speed in your spaceship with like your scanner that says Earth is dangerous, and you don't have like a laser gun that melts through these alien creatures. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. Why you? have so many like physical weapons still and not a single laser cannon like the whole point yeah the whole point is not to be afraid when those alien things are coming at you why do you want to get close to them why wouldn't you have like long range weapons with like cruise missiles with laser guidance and shit like that and which if they're this advanced we know they have that technology it's you don't need to be afraid when they're like two miles away and you can kill them with a drone strike when we do that all the time Nobody's afraid of, you know, the terrorists that we kill with drone strikes. Why don't they just do that to these Ursa things, which makes no sense that they're called Ursas, by the way, because they don't look like bears at all. They look Giant, like, skinless, blind bears? I they, don't know. They look like giant, retarded spiders with no hair. So, the I don't want to call it the plot, but I guess the backstory to the plot is that humanity has left Earth for whatever reason. It's become uninhabitable, I don't know. Because Wally we pissed all over it. Yeah, Wally didn't clean it up in time. So we went to Nova Prime. Nova Prime. Nova Prime yeah. I don't know. Nova Prime sounds right. I was going to say Terra Nova, but that's a different thing. Not the same Nova Prime from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No. This is why things get confusing when you use dumbass generic names. But yeah, so Andy <laughs> went to Nova Prime, made buildings out of wheatgrass or something, and then aliens showed up. I think aliens were already there. I didn't get the backstory very clearly because it was delivered in like a disjointed, you know, yeah, 200 I just, years ago, three days ago. I, I've kind of figured that the aliens were already there. And then like for some reason, they just like settled there, built up all their shit. And like then the aliens were like, hey, like we're mad and we're not going to stand for it anymore. And they never explain why the aliens are mad with them and release the Ursas on them. Never. But didn't they say they the never aliens created the Ursas? Right, they created them, but why'd they create them? Why'd they release them on people? Why did they have a war with people? Never explained. Well, I have a question about the Ursas, though. I get, discontinuing the backstory for a minute, because people may not have seen the movie or they might have purged their memory a little bit. So humanity's on Nova Prime... The aliens are there, and they're upset. They released the genetically engineered super monsters that smell fear <coughs> and kill people until Will Smith, Cypher Rage, figures out how to become fearless or something and kills them with his double-bladed lightsaber, thus turning the tide of the war, and now, you know, humanity's brown shirt, jack boots are marching all over the dead aliens. Fine. Wait, so I didn't even pick that up, that there's, like, 
a race of aliens that were like angry and released the Ursers. The Ursers weren't just like there and. That's what I think Jaden Smith says that they unleashed the Ursus on us or something. Yes, which uh, All right. I'm getting to my question here at the okay, end. Okay. So now humanity cruises around space and does shit. Somehow Will Smith and Jaden decide to take a trip together because Will Smith is the commander of the Space Rangers. So why were they in space? Why, why did they go on this journey that like it was a training mission? Because they had to crash on Earth. It, it, a training mission for the other people on the ship, and Jaden was just being tagged along because his mom said, you have to take him on the trip. Because he's a cadet yeah. who's a fuck-up, but then his mom's like, I'm not going to sleep with you unless you take our son on the trip, and Will Smith's like, all right, guess I'm taking Jaden on the trip. So then they crash on Earth. But before that, when they're in the spaceship on the way to Earth... Jaden Smith walks away after everybody falls asleep in the little command pod and goes back to where they have the Ursa on board for some reason. And there's like a magic red line painted on the floor and the guy's like, don't cross that line because it's going to know you're afraid if you get within 10 feet. But if you're 10 feet and an inch away, it's not going to know. But yes. don't, don't cross the fucking Again, line. Again, begging the question about why they just don't have fucking guns and shoot these things from more than 10 feet away. <laughs> well, here's my question about the Ursa. Why don't they have eyeballs or anything? If the aliens genetically engineered them and created them to be like this killing machine that smells fear, why do they only give it one sense? Uh, I mean, the whole, like, if you deprive your senses, like, if you, like, lose your eyesight, your hearing will become real, like, you know, strong. Yeah. Maybe that, uh, Stretching, yeah, kind of, like, maybe. I doubt, like, I'm not going to take on a tiger or something, and even if the tiger was blind, I mean, you just got to figure if you're designing the ultimate weapon and you have the capacity to genetically engineer a whole new sense in there where it can just detect fear, maybe give it, like, crazy compound eyes like a spider so it can see everything and, you know, infrared snake vision. If you're trying to kill people, like, fucking do the thing properly, you know? Maybe the aliens are fuck-ups just as much as this movie is a fuck-up. Maybe, you know, a better plot for this would be Jaden Smith was an alien who Will Smith adopted, and he was finding out about it. <laughs> that would have been more entertaining. Because the next thing that happens after they, I don't know, Will Smith comes back to say, like, get away from the Ursa, son. And then the ship crashes, because there's an asteroid storm. <laughs> Isn't that what happens? Yeah, for some reason they just like flew through this like large area of asteroids, which really doesn't make a lot of sense in itself, but like whatever. Hey, are there any asteroid storms around here? And the pilots are like, well, what does that matter? Oh shit, an asteroid storm. Well, no, he, Will Smith's character, I don't even want to say his name because say I it. literally want to vomit every say time it. I hear it. Say it. Um,. You gotta say it at least once. It's so stupid. Cipher rage. All right, so you know Grant and I have both done it. So you gotta. Do That's it. like the name a four-year-old would give to like, like they're drawing like a picture of like stick characters with like capes and shit. And it's like this is Cipher rage. He'll save the universe. That's like, like a character in Street Fighter fan fiction or something. That's what yeah. It, like. it, it seriously sounds like a fan fiction character of. Any sort of fiction, but um, there, I said it, so there you go. All right, Cypher Rage. 
But he said something like, oh, like the gravity's like compressing here. Oh, no, it rocks. He, he feels the gravity waves through the ship's hull. Like he touches the ship's hull. Like he's just leaning against it like, oh, I'm tired. And it's like, wait a minute, gravity waves. Yeah. How do you know that from touching the hull? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. He, he has such little fear he can feel gravity waves. Yes. That, I, it's another thing that doesn't make sense about this film. They establish that, you know, it is a phenomenon known as ghosting or whatever, and that means he's completely fearless, so he doesn't secrete any pheromones associated with fear so the Ursus can't see him. But how does that translate to he's fearless so he loses all his other emotions too? Like he's never happy, he's never sad, he's never excited. The only other emotion he expresses is anger when he tells Jaden to sit down and finish his meal at the dinner table. Well, I mean, if I had to talk to Jaden Smith, like, <laughs> if I had to talk to Jaden Smith, like, my whole life, and he was my kid, I would probably just have anger as, like, my only emotion. That and, like, despair. It's like, okay, so being fearless turns you into a robot person, because that's what yes. you seem like this whole movie. They it seems like he was just people. reading a teleprompter. Again, that's like the whole thing, like a way to destroy the Earth is build a fucking like robot since you're so advanced. Build like, Terminators that don't feel fear anyway because they're robots, right? Exactly. You just reminded me of a news item, but that's... Oh, the Atlas robot's going to take your gerb? Uh, I w- was that the one Boston Dynamics put out? The one that was moving the boxes and the guy was smacking it with the hockey stick? Yeah, that was yeah. fucking great. I wanted the robot to take the hockey stick and break it. I felt really bad for that robot. I mean, I know it's just a robot, but, like, the I dude don't. was, like, a jerk. He was, like, pushing it around. And, like He's going to take your gerb one day. I'll take my gerb. Yep, the okay. robot is. Yeah, but the the up, upside is if you own him, he can do your gerb, and then you can get the income. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> you take home the paycheck while he does your job. <laughs> Maybe in five or ten years, they'll be able to have Atlas robots to do Will Smith movies. And it would still be more expressive than Jaden Smith. Yeah. Like, the I, only part that I actually enjoyed is when Jaden Smith got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is definitely hands down the worst part of this movie. I mean, he just, one, he has, like, such a punchable face. There's just no question. I want to beat him senseless every time I see his stupid face on the screen. Two, he can't act worth a damn. I don't know how, like, his dad keeps shoving him into movie parts because he just well, can't act. I mean, he just... I'm guessing Will Smith just financed this whole movie for his kid pretty much, right? I hope not, because this movie lost like $100 million or something. <laughs> but, like, I I just don't understand, like, how any, you know, competent producer or director would, like, you know, look at Jaden Smith and, like, you know, his, you know, previous history and be like, yeah, I want him as the lead in my movie. But who's, who's the director? Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Right, so he's not a competent director, so. Yeah, that's true. So he just got paid off by Will Smith, probably. Yeah. And probably gave him, like, a little doctor, what are the doctors, whatever that bag is called. French word for it, you know, the pop top doctor's bag. Just gave him one of those full of money. Oh. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Chameleon? Chameleon was like, all right. Hey, Jaden, buddy, we're going to put these big poster boards up with two or three words on them at a time, and you have to read them. 
Also, Jaden is such a whiny little bitch and such a fucking wimp in this movie. It's incredible. Like, you just have no sympathy for his character. Like, even when he's afraid, he looks like... It's like you just want to fucking slap him and just say, like, you know, man up, you little, like, nutless faggot. Jeez. Wow, using the F word. Yeah. Jeez. I know. I'm. In, you're, all your viewers went away now. He's going to be triggered listeners. now. Yeah, sorry. Trigger warning. Anyway... Sitting but, here with a homophobe and a racist. He just, he, no, he just, uh, he just can't act. It's just so frustrating because, I don't know, like, the, the spine of this movie's story basically is, like, young kid, like, you know, comes of age, finds power and stuff. It's like every other movie. There's, like, tons of movies that they've done this in, and there will be a million movies after this that they do it in, and they'll probably do it better. It's just, they could have done something really different with this, and... They well, just put a guy in the role who two guys in the roles who just can't. My do problem it. with like the whole plot, uh, plot-ish thing. Um, once they actually got to Earth, there was no point during the whole like journey to get the beacon or whatever the fuck he needed to get that like mattered. I guess. <clears throat> like there was no point in time where it's like oh like. He was able to, like, overcome his thing here. It was, like, nothing in the whole middle of the movie except for one part where Jaden gets, like, beat up and passes out, and I sort of laugh there. And there was a magic eagle, but... We'll get to that. We will. How crushed were you guys when the ship crashed on Earth and Will Smith broke his legs and you realized that he was going to spend the entire movie sitting in the chair? I mean... It would have meant more if he had died. I was kind of excited when I first watched this movie soon after it appeared on the internets um, for sale, of course, that Will Smith was going to be like doing Will Smith stuff. But then I realized that he was literally going to sit in the chair and Jaden Smith was going to be the protagonist. And I was just like, ah, fuck. He just literally sits in a chair and you can tell he's reading a teleprompter the whole time. That's what I mean. Like, he's just sitting (laughs) there, like, it's getting dark. There are creatures approaching you. Take a knee, cadet. That was when he was Will Smith, though, <laughs> for like two seconds. When he showed anger, his yeah. only emotion. When he was shouting, he was back to like saying, welcome to Earth. And then he was back to like, hey, son, do hey, this. Hey, son, we should go get the thing from the ship on the other side of the planet. But yeah, exactly. Make this long journey to the other side of the planet. Yeah. Through the planet core. Yeah. Being guided by helpful uh, amphibian race that is mildly uh, racist stereotype, but... <laughs> well, just Jaden is... He's <laughs> whinier, he's whinier than Anakin in this movie. Yeah. Seriously, he's like, oh, can you please make me a ranger so I don't have to tell my dad that I failed? Yeah, we're gonna... That's the reason why we give people Air Force commissions and stuff, so they can tell their parents they passed. I think that's how the Navy <laughs> SEALs work. Yeah. I totally told all my friends from high school I was a Navy SEAL, so you can just hook me up with a Trident, and they're like, all right, no problem. We'll see you in Afghanistan next week. Yeah, it's like, oh, you don't have to run, you know, the half mile or whatever. You'll be fine. All right, you can just skip the stuff you don't want to do. That's how Special Forces shit works. I don't know where this movie gets all the bad rap for that. Also, his whole backstory. 
what what fucking With backstory? The, no, no, like the whole reason why Jaden like oh that one point he's so afraid and stuff. It's because like oh you're still inside the little bubble thing where they can't smell you. It's like what? Ah, uh, the one point of like backstory that they gave the kid that they repeated nine times throughout the movie and i'm just like oh my god i get it he's still in his little you know bubble boy bubble right his he... sister getting impaled or whatever by the other sister i don't even wait yeah. his sister died yeah no you guys are making that up wait was that his i didn't even it was no, his sister was yeah, sister was... mom okay it was his sister, sister. yeah so why was there an ursa just like randomly in like his apartment or something Will smith didn't protect him Hey, so why wasn't the mom home and got killed too? Because this is a, it's a very Freudian She was metaphor. working in the turbine factory. Yeah, he wanted to fuck his sister and the Ursa cock blocked him. Oh, okay, so the Ursa impaling his sister was like... Right, phallic metaphor, he got cucked hard by the Ursa, so now he just can't face him. I mean, that's just his, his dreams every night. Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. his, his nightmares, his dreams are just filled with all this, like, Ursa. So, like, he's able to overcome that when he finally, you know, like, impales the Ursa himself with his giant member? Right, he dominates it. Okay. Yeah. I just don't believe it either when he's <laughs> when he's losing it. All the times he's losing it and going nuts with fear. I just don't buy it because Jaden's such a bad actor. I don't. Like, he, his only expression is, like, you know, straight face we're like yes sir i'll do what you say sir and then like oh like whimpering face well like i feel scared. like that's because like they're they like tried to tailor make this to like oh you're such an unexpressible punchable face asshole <laughs> we're gonna just like make this like super you know power in this movie of being like an expressionless asshole yeah go you Jaden. oh you're a whiny bitch too but you'll overcome that he just needs to stay away from the camera forever I don't care what he does. Just stay away from movies that you might entertain me with. He should have taken a leaf out of Will Smith's other son's book and just enjoyed being rich. Have oh. you ever seen some of the shit that Jaden's actually like written on like Twitter and whatnot? I love his stuff he's on crazy. Twitter. He's crazy. He's like, what kind of... I, he must be getting some really good pharmaceutical-grade drugs or something. Seriously. No. The, what I've read is that he and his sister are involved in some weird like religious organization... Oh, are they Scientologists? No, no, it's some dipshit thing about like I don't know. It's it's got like some Fisher Price style philosophy. It's very strange about like how the dark times are coming or something. Wow, you hate religion, Clark. Oh, is he in that five percent <laughs> shit? Five percent? Is that what it is? Oh, you never heard of that where like people wear those medallions that they're in like the five percent of people who matter? It's so stupid, but <laughs> and it, it, like apparently there's no other qualification besides you're Having you're medallion? rich and you think you're important. Jesus. Like Jay Z is into it, and I don't know if Will Smith's family's into it, but I don't know. We're digressing. I I don't think we are. I think we're we're trying to explore why Jaden Smith has that punchable cunt expression on his face all the time. I think it's just Jeez. because he like no, this is a homophobe, a racist, and a misogynist <laughs> at one table. I I just feel like it's just I'm using cunt in the Australian way, okay? Because I couldn't decide if Jaden Smith was Australian or British during this movie. So many trigger warnings. Um, rape. There we got all of them now. I just think it's just, like, a matter of his upbringing and, like, him just, like, not ever being grounded by something. Like... His parents? I mean, not, like, literally grounded in the 
parental sense, just like grounded in the reality sense of, oh, your shit smells too sort of thing. Like he literally probably believes that his shit doesn't smell. And that comes out in this movie as like his punchable face. And, and Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like that stupid suit that he's wearing, does that take care of all his like piss and shit and stuff? I and mean, where does it go? Yeah. I'd, it's like they never showed him relieving himself. It, it he's could out be there like those days. suits in Dune that like have water reclaimers and whatnot in them. See, but those were actually cool, and they had a good explanation for how they work. Like, whereas this suit, he's like, ooh, it changes colors when bad things are coming towards you. <laughs> and it's like, yes, you want to be looking at your suit when bad things are coming towards you, not towards the bad thing, right? Don't worry. Uh, Don't look at the bad monotone thing. Monotone Will Smith will warn him over his uh, radio. Yeah, where are all the cameras in the suit? I can't see it. Where are all the cameras that give him, like, Nobody the... Knows. They're like on his nipples or something. <laughs> yeah, they're on the Batman nipples. Yeah. Jaden, like tilt your chest upwards so I can see into the trees. <laughs> I I for I thought initially it was like on his backpack, but then like they had some camera angles that like he was looking at him like there's no way that's on his backpack. So like and his backpack holds his weapon, his med kit and the little um like vanilla wafer things that are his oxygen yeah, tablets. Yeah, jelly beans. Okay, yeah, jelly beans. Yeah, and what are they, like, full of liquid? He, like, sucks them down, um, like, into his lungs and, like... I think it's, like, some sort of liquid thing that you, like, kind of, like, breathe in, and he said, like, it coats his lungs to, like, better so absorb he, the oxygen or like something. It's, like, his inhalers. He has an inhaler for each day. Yeah, pretty much. And then he sits on his inhalers, and he's like... Okay, again, really silly. If they're that advanced, why does the suit not... They actually, don't they show that? Like, they have breathing masks on the ship. Why doesn't this suit have, like, an integrated, you know, um, like, breathing apparatus? That, like, this, filters the air and whatnot? Yeah, the suit's obviously designed for harsh environments and to protect you, so why doesn't it protect you from, like, existential threats, like, you know, not being able to breathe? Because Jaden Smith can control time, according to himself. I found the interview I was looking for. Oh, he's a, he's a time travel? Oh, so he, might, he has to be a Scientologist then, if he... Th- has the time travel thing going on. I mean, time for me, and I'm quoting here, I can make it go slow or fast, however I please, and that's how I know it doesn't exist, said Willow. Her brother agreed, on the level of being here on Earth, if you are aware in a moment, one second can last a year, to which Willow added cryptically, Willow Smith being the daughter, because living. Jaden seconded that, right, because you have to live. There's a theoretical physicist inside all of our minds, and you can talk and talk, but it's living. So, I think since Jaden Smith can control the flow of time by being aware of the fact he's alive, apparently, then we don't really need to ask how Will Smith can help him see nipple camera vision of monsters that... Yes, I just, like, yeah, have to yeah. think, like, are, is this kid serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he is, because what I got out of that speech that you just read... The translation is like something like I am on DMT or something like that. No, I mean, like, seriously, when he comes off his high, does he still believe this shit? Like, well, they are He never comes off. He's always cruising. Like, I don't know. He doesn't come off. That's what I bet. He's always doing like a cruise dose. I mean, I feel like Will Smith should have, like, you know, looked at his kid and be like, oh, man, this kid needs to be, like, thrown in, like, West Philadelphia and maybe sent to his parents in Bel Air or something like that. But 
Well, he already lives in Bel Air, doesn't he? Oh, does he? They does live, he? Do they, they, they literally in, live in Bel Air? They live in L.A., so I assume they live in like one of the top neighborhoods there because they're like super rich and deservedly so. I mean, he's done a lot of good movies, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, Will Smith has done a lot of you know good yeah. shit. His kids no. have not. They've been funded by his parents. The only passable movie that Jaden was in was the Karate Kid remake. What? But I, I think that they could have put any kid in that role and they would have done the same job. I heard that movie was awful. It's not. It, I, I've seen it a few times. It's not nearly like we're not comparing it to the original one. The original is the original. But and, you can't compare the Karate Kid, any remake of the Karate Kid, to like not saying. You can't just say, oh, it stands on its own. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm just saying, like, as a movie, like, it's not totally horrible. It's it's passable, and okay. it has a recognizable plot, and Jackie Chan is not horrible in it. Well, Jackie Chan, did he carry the movie, like? Yeah, kind of. Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, any other kid would have done the same job as Jaden did in that movie, so I don't think it has anything to do with him. Yeah, exactly. Probably. If you <laughs> put Jaden at the reins, though, it's just the movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Because you have to deal with his punchable face like twenty four seven. And then what made him even more punchable to me is at the end of the movie when like he goes through this ordeal and he's a, he's supposed to have learned about all like he's a he has this power and he can control himself now and stuff. And he goes back, he's like, Oh, I want to work with mom in the turbine factory. That was the M. Night Shyamalan twist for this movie. It's like turns out he doesn't want to follow in his father's footsteps. <laughs> well, his dad doesn't even want to be in his own footsteps. Yeah, I know. His dad wants to work in the fucking the turbine factory must have great benefits, is all I'm saying. Probably. You don't get killed. You build turbines. I mean, are they even building the turbines though? I always got the impression that she was doing something not maintenance. Not even that. Secretary though, like, work? No, like managerial or something. Uh-huh. Like well, then how is Will Smith, how, how are they going to start working in the turbine place then? They have no skills, like, besides killing things. And being expressionless. Right. Like, well, maybe Will Smith can be in HR. <laughs> <laughs> he can help organize the factory workers and make them more efficient. I don't fucking know. Take a knee, factory worker. No. Pull the cord, factory worker. M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> should take a knee from ever doing film again. He should just have a big time out. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just you make somebody watch a whole movie and there's supposed to be a point at the end, and that was like it just totally unraveled the whole stupid thing, even like so there was no point to it because he's oh. just like, oh, I'm not going to do that. It's like if you watch The Matrix and Neo won at the end and said, like, oh, I'm just going to take the blue pill now. See you later. I don't want to know about the truth anymore. What was the point they're even trying to make? Because Jaden Smith does not change as a character, and then they have like the weird Moby Dick shit. Yeah, the, the, the stupid stuff. They just shoehorn that in there because his sister had a real book. Yeah, and she's like, he gave me Moby Dick or something, and Will Smith's like, you touched what? And they tried to have that little joke or something. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't very good either but i mean like the whole thing is just like oh you're chasing this white creature through the planet it's like chasing moby dick oh my god so clever jesus christ was it no maybe will smith should have been maybe they should have found a guy like in the crash section of the ship called ishmael i kind of thought that's what they had that uh that wilding guy from game of thrones being like an ishmael like guy like 
go up to there, sir. You don't freak you the fuck out. I know. I saw him. I'm like, yeah, Tormund. But Oops, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> There's really nothing yeah. imaginative in this movie. Just from the way they design the world they live on to the uniforms and the technology. Just found all of it as sci-fi, very derivative, not really thought-provoking in any way. Well, let's talk about how planet Earth changes from sunny, fun time to freezing blizzard hell wasteland every day. Right. It would be physically impossible for that to happen based on humans presumably polluting the planet enough that they had to evacuate. No, but all the plants are alive. How do plants survive being frozen every four hours? Yeah, exactly. There's no explanation. (laughs) There's no explanation either for the, the magic eagle trying to have Jaden Smith get eaten and then it fights tigers or something and then uh, he, he I, runs away and falls in a pit and the eagle <laughs> lays on top of him to save that him. Was, that was actually kind of funny as well, the whole eagle dying there. But yeah, I didn't really get that. So why did the eagle take it to the nest initially? Or why did it being Jaden? That's what I'm referring to him now. The eagle was going to feed him to its chicks, I think. I just feel like if it was going to feed him, it would have, like, you know, Torn him eviscerated him, like, once he got back to the nest. But he had to chicks. live to carry the plot on, see? No, what he did, though, is he <laughs> slowed down time because... Yeah, he controlled time. Yeah. Okay. Much like my favorite story in Scientology magazine where the guy knew that he was going to get hit by a bus and or the guy was hit by a bus and killed so he went back in time to when he left his apartment and took a different route to work that day. Okay. <laughs> you don't like that story? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Justin's face looked like he just got stabbed. And I like how Jaden is capable of accessing like geothermal hubs just like by crawling in like a cave like 10 feet underground. Like, yes, that's where all the magma is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, where else would you put it? Uh, much, Mount much Doom, which like for some reason showed up in this movie at the end to like fight the giant creature. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really understand that. Like, oh, you have to go to the top of Mount Doom now. It's like, what? Where did Mount Doom come into this? Because of the electrical interference. Yes, but like there was like literally no giant volcano in any of like the scenes that they had, like at the top of the waterfall and whatnot. And then it's like, all right, well, the beacon doesn't work. You have to go to Mount Doom. It's like, what? Maybe the eagle should have taken him there. If it was the Hobbit, they would have. Or maybe, maybe he should have gone to Mount Doom and fired the beacon, and the eagle could have rescued him. When the orcs were trying to kill him. Uh, the hop is another whole mess. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, at least the Hobbit has like a coherent set of characters that you understand what's going on. Like, this is just like, we're going to Earth for no reason. I feel the gravity waves with my hand. Oh no, asteroids for some reason. We crash, everybody's dead except for you and I conveniently. That's all like the first 20 minutes or so. And then the other hour is right. filler between A and B, none of which matters. I'm going to try to climb the rocks. I'm a pussy. I can't do it. Because it's not like he was even like encountering the monster like 
you know, bits and pieces like, oh, I encountered it, but like I got my ass handed to me, but I got away. It's like, oh, now I've learned some of its like, you know, secrets or whatever. It's literally like stupid looking cartoon monkeys, stupid looking cartoon eagles, some other stupid looking thing. I don't remember what the, the tiger leopard thingies. Cat thing, yeah. All look like fucking straight from like a Nickelodeon show. And then it gets to the end and he fights the thing. Like, uh, none of that mi- middle part mattered. Like, there was nothing in there that actually, like, added to his character. It's like, for a second I thought, like, oh, like, maybe he thinks, like, you know, things on Earth matter now with, like, the eagle, like, helping him and whatnot. And he's going to, like, have, like, a change of heart and think, like, not all creatures are bad. But then he's like, eh, whatever, I'm going back home working in the Terrorbank factory. Yeah, there was no point to the entire middle act of the movie. Yeah. It was just Jaden Smith trying to climb rocks and go over tree stumps, and I don't like touching things with my bare hands. This is hard work. Well, there was the tarantula at that one point, which was kind of... It would freak me the fuck out, personally, but I have... And he got have, attacked by the leech or whatever that infected him. Yeah, that was... It was a metaphor really for how fucking the movie funny. got made. <laughs> <laughs> That that part was actually pretty fucking hilarious, just because I enjoy seeing him even in like acting pain, just writhing in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I have to question again their advanced society with their ships made of wheat grass and stuff. Mm. They're so advanced and they're in space. Like, why can't they just send out a distress signal? Like, holy shit, our ships getting fucked up. I didn't understand. The ship design in this movie, either. It looked like a manta ray. So it seemed like what they were going. Well, no, for. like the interior of the ship. It was like that bony structure, kind of like where they were sitting and like strapped in, and then like it was metal in other places, or like sometimes they had like little like almost like skin doors that were like flapping, kind of after they crashed. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. It's like they went for like kind of a techno organic feel in some parts of the ship. And yeah. in other parts, they just like, eh, whatever, just metal. Right. It's not the worst execution <clears throat> of that. I mean, I thought it was stupid, and then Clark and I talked about it, and, you know, he had some good points about the way they integrated the... I thought it was cool looking, but yeah. it wasn't ever explained. Yeah. So it was just like, that's neat, but... I think there's why? better... There's there's shows and movies that have done, like, techno-organic stuff better like I think like the Wraith ships in Stargate Atlantis are pretty cool. I was thinking EV Nova. The oh, Polaris. the Polaris ships. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. But that wasn't too bad. I mean, but again, that has nothing to do with Will Smith and Jaden, right? That's like the set designers and stuff who yeah, probably I mean, the only actually talented people who worked on this movie were like the backstage people working on the sets and all that. And the sound designer. Right, all the technical people, like every everybody besides the actors and the director. Well, right. whoever designed the cartoon monkeys and tigers and eagle, mm. the CGI artists. Yeah. Well, they did a good CGI on like some of the environments. They looked okay, but generally, doing plants and whatnot is I've read is easier than like doing actual. Well, the environment looked like they just went up and filmed it in like Vancouver or something. That didn't yeah. even look CGI to me. It looked like they just went up to like the you know temperate forest or some boreal forest, isn't that what it is? Yeah, yeah. They but went I mean, to a I, don't, I still think that would be CGI there if you look if like 
they probably would have just CGI'd the forest. I'm guessing they didn't actually fly out yeah, to I'm like sure some remote area. Put some new stuff in it. And... Well, that's, that's, what well, that's what we're saying though. Like the people who did the sound design, the CGI except for the cartoon animals, the set design, they did an okay job. But yeah. okay. it was all for naught because yeah. it's an okay job because none of it was especially creative or thought provoking or but it was. You but believed you were in space. How much of that <laughs> money in the budget, though, based on the bad CJ animals, like... <coughs> hmm. How much of that money in the budget do you think is, like, devoted to Will Smith and Jaden Smith? I bet they had to cut some effects to pay for Will Smith's salary. That's what I mean, though. Like, <laughs> if your budget for the movie is $100 million, because I'm bad at math... And you have to spend 80 of it paying Will Smith and Jaden Smith and making sure Jaden has, like, the correct, you know, degrees cut out of his cucumber for his cucumber water. Like, what do you have left to make CJ monkeys? But, I mean, still... I'm not saying Will Smith, bad. like, if this was the same movie with, like, two different actors... It probably still would have been, like, a stupid plot unless, like, Will Smith and Jaden Smith had, like, some sort of input on the plot, which they may have. I don't know. Um, but, like, you wouldn't bring people to the theaters without, like, Will Smith. Like, that's what you pay Will Smith for. Oh, yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Just the name being on the poster. Being like, hey, Will Smith's new movie. I love Men in Black and Aliens and stuff. Okay, let's go. But don't you remember, Clark, when they made this exact movie in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation and they did a better job with it where Picard, like, the rock falls on him and, like, he's his leg's broken on the on that desert planet and he has to, like, give Wesley instructions about how to get the water out of the, oh. the shielded thing? Yeah, I, there are like 20 different Star Trek episodes about that. I thought you were talking about Darmark and Jalad at Tanagra. Well, that, yeah, that I mean, that too. This is like, they're all the same plot as this movie, basically, or, and they executed it much better. Or where Dr. Crusher and Ricard are like tied together with the... Oh, the, the mind link? The mind link thing. Yeah, or, or when, where she falls and breaks her leg in the, the planet where they build the automated weapons. Or Deep Space Nine where yeah. Odo and Quark have to get to the top of the mountain to send the distress beacon. I mean, Okay, this, this so story. just within one fictional universe, we've already established <laughs> that they've, they've done the plot of After Earth better like five times. Right. It's not a new idea. <laughs> Before they made After Earth. It's not yeah. a new idea. That's what I'm saying, though, is like if you have to make this movie around the constraint that you have to pay Will Smith and presumably pay his son enough money for his, you know, DMT and stuff. What is he on? What Let's are your speculate. chances of making a good movie in that scenario? That seems like a, a Kobayashi Maru of movie making. What is Jaden on? I don't fucking know. Is it DMT? Is it some, some design harder drug. hallucinogens or... Who knows? Is he just on speed? <laughs> I think if he were on speed, he would not look like he is stoned out of his face all the time. Yeah, his, his teeth would be falling out and stuff. I think a combination of like painkillers and like LSD or DMT or something. <laughs> Adam Sandler special. Yeah. Yeah, painkillers and shrooms. <laughs> Those allow you to control time with your pineal gland, right? <laughs> That's what all the crazy conspiracy people think. Well, that's why you shouldn't drink the water. Right, the you tap. don't drink fluoridated water because it calcifies your pineal gland. <laughs> yeah, and it closes your third eye, so you can't right. see the the reptiloid juice controlling everything. 
That's right. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I... <sighs> now you're an anti-Semite too. <laughs> no, Justin's the anti-Semite. No, no, no. He hates He's anti-reptilian people, okay? <laughs> Let's get this straight here. Yeah, I'm just saying stuff from the Dolce Wars documents, which are the Dolce papers, which I encourage anybody listening to Google because you will be able to spend infinite numbers of hours reading these batshit insane stories about alien-human hybrids with reptiloids and the Dolce Wars. I still can't get over that with the flasher, the flashlight that disintegrates you. That would have been a better movie for Will and Jaden to be in. Somebody should make the Dolce Wars movie because that sounds hilarious. Like Will Smith is the general in charge of the Dolce base or something, and Jaden is his like cadet son or something, and he's like, Jaden, you have to go to the reptiloid section of the base and interact with them or something, you know, some shit plot yeah, like yeah. that. Will Smith's stuck on the top floor doing general stuff, and Jaden Smith has to go down to level seven where the alien-human hybrids are and fight in the Dolce War. There you go. Okay. Jaden Smith's got to close the interdimensional portal the Greys use. I can see you from here, Jaden, with your your helmet cam or something. With the well, with the security camera in the hallway, it's easy enough to do. But you, you gotta understand, Justin. There's the reptiloids who were here before. Okay, then there's the Nordics who are like Aryan aliens, quote unquote, who resemble Nordic people, who have had a long war with the reptiloids, and then there's the Greys, who crashed in Roswell trying to investigate what the reptiloids and Nordics were up to. And then there's us, mere humans. And all of this takes place in a network of bases, including one under the Denver International Airport, which the mural artist who did the murals in there knew about, which is why he included all the subtle hints about the NWO taking over in his murals. Oh, okay. Yeah, and anytime there's a missing child they can't find, they're not dead in some guy's pedo van. They're taken there for the reptiloids to eat. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and this is all taken from the word of a security guard who was a massive alcoholic. Please eat Jaden. <sighs> okay. I'm just saying, that's a much more entertaining topic than, son, you must... Anything's more entertaining than this movie. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'd rather watch The Village than this movie if we're going to like stick with Ooh. M.I.C. Slow blow. Wow. <laughs> the Village is bad. Yeah, I wouldn't watch The Happening, though. Fuck that movie. See, I, The Happening, I didn't really get what was going on. The Village, I guess, the twist about five minutes in. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, what if this was like that dumb book we had to read, The Giver, you know, where everything's all fucked up, and then there's the regular society outside of it. <clears throat> and then it turns out that I was right, and I was like, all right, well, Joaquin but it's the Phoenix, other way around. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's the other way around. Like, they're the fucked up ones who live in like the ninth, the eighteenth century or whatever. And like, the... I think the people in the Giver are fucked up. Yeah, they are fucked up. That's what I'm saying. The regular world is out there, and I was like, wow, this seems very similar. The insular society where the elders control everything, and there's rumors about weird shit trying to keep you inside the perimeter. Yeah, the guy in uh What could happen? Halloween mask from Party City. Right. He's gonna scare <laughs> you to keep you in there. He's a monster though. The happening It's old man teller from the mill. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you fucking blacks. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong you, movie. You meddling kids and your blind friend isn't it, the one <laughs> in the movie. She's blind. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but I just found that like to be a lot more hilarious like just from the bad like perspective of acting in the plot and everything than this movie where it's just like i want to punch that kid's face every 
second I am watching it. And what? I, no. You don't like the happening? With oh, Mark, th- that. Mark Wahlberg? That, that was just... There's a happening. I, I literally... I, well, I, I told you before I, I got dragged to see this in the theaters, and this wasn't in the time of smartphones, so I wasn't able to like pull it out and just like dick around on my phone the whole time. Wait, which which? The happening. I got dragged to oh, theaters. Yeah, who, who took you to see that? Our oh, mutual friend. Our mutual friend. Did he insist it was going to be great? Um, actually, I think it was our mutual friend and his um. How to put this? Uh, roared it up, buddy. Um, dragging me there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it was so I think as great. a combination of both of them were like, "Hey, let's go see this. It's a new movie that's out." Neat. It wasn't. No. But that was like it had like funny parts in it, like when they were just like you know having the lawnmower run over people or like a bear ripping off arms and whatnot. Oh, I enjoyed all like the dumb shit, like people jumping off of the construction site or. The, but when the... they're running from the wind, it's just like okay, this is like. <laughs> I like the one with the ladies on the phone with her daughter. Like, don't go near the tree outside the dorm room. Keep the window shut. <laughs> and she like jumps out her window or something. Like, I don't remember what happens to the resolution of that little plot story. But it's like when they're in the countryside with Mark Wal- or Mark Wahlberg, and they're surrounded Mark by Mark Watney. Mark, he's fucking potatoes here. <laughs> they're surrounded by plants, and he's like, "Stay away from the plants, guys. They're dangerous." Matt Damon's the mole inside the police force, guys. We got to stop him. Ah. I think we got ourselves a Transformer here. Mm. Transformers Age of Extinction. <laughs> we'll have to review that sometime. We have to review all of them because they are yeah. science fiction. That's, They're it's true. fucking transforming car robots that come to Earth from another planet to save us with explosions and extreme violence. Ah. Oh. There Which, is one good part when the like the second one I think where Megatron's begging for mercy and Optimus Prime's like no and just shoots him with a shotgun repeatedly. Oh, that, I think that's the third one. That's, yeah, that, that yeah. fucking cracked me up. It was hilarious. Okay, <laughs> does it involve Shia LaBeouf swinging um, from vines? In the was he in the third one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in the. Original he was just three. hanging out in a building though while Optimus was right. fighting uh, Megatron still, or did he become Galvatron? I think he was Galvatron. Mega- he becomes Whoa. Galvatron in the the uh, Age of Extinction. Yeah, I think movie. he was yeah. Megatron at that point because the sorry the SR two Blackbird old guy was like the mastermind or something. Yeah, Sentinel Prime was yeah. the yeah Leonard Nimoy, ironically. Right, Galvatron, which yeah. was I think the fake out that they tried to pull. Yeah, there. But yeah, actually though, uh, I think we've talked enough about After Earth. It's a piece of shit. I just don't think that there's any there's. But I was going to say, the Oscars are on tonight. Oh. And I think um, Matt Damon. Getting sleepy. The Martian (laughs) is nominated for something. It's probably visual effects. Yeah, I think it might be up for visual effects. Yeah. But I don't have a list in front of me of everything that's uh I mean that's that's where he's they not usually... in there for best actor. I thought he was nominated for best actor. Well let's let's check it out. Let's see. log on and check it out. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it real quick. Log on to CompuServe. But just get on Usenet here and connect to IRC. Oh yeah, he is uh he's <laughs> been nominated for best actor. 
Okay. For the, so, okay, that's actually unusual for a sci-fi film. Yeah. And a technical like, sci-fi film. Like, yeah. I think the last time that happened was like Sigourney Weaver for Best Actress in Aliens. She got nominated. Well, I liked The Martian because he explained what he was going to do rather than I ain't got to explain shit. The Ursa can smell fear. Yeah, throw potatoes on the ground. But, I mean... Mac. 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 You got a fucking Ursa out here, guys. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. Wicked awful here on Mars, guys. I did enjoy <laughs> that movie a lot. It was... No, The Martian was a good movie. It, 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 looked, like, it looked really great, and I actually... I felt like I was there, and... Much more than... The book was good, but <clears throat> I felt much more seeing him. It was... I felt the tension. No, the visual effects in that yeah. movie were really good, but... I knew it was going to happen, but it was still a tense movie. I liked it. So... I I think he sh- should get a serious consideration for that. Well, who's he up against? That's really the question. Oh, I mean, I, I think know he's probably going to lose, but... Leonardo DiCaprio and The Revenant. Yeah. Uh, someone Well, he's else. not going to get it. No, he's not, because <laughs> he never gets an Oscar. Um, wasn't What's-His-Face who played... Um, I know I'm doing a really good job here. Eddie Red, Redmayne? Red... Red... What's his name, right? Yeah, Red Redman Red Red or something? You're the one with a laptop in front of you. Oh, but I'm not using it. See, my hands are folded. <laughs> He's up for, um, what was that fucking movie called where he plays the transsexual? Oh, the Danish girl. Yeah, isn't he up for that? Um, I'm just saying there are some more typical, quote-unquote, dramatic performances that have been nominated. I don't think Mark Watney on Mars is going to... No, I don't expect you know him to win best actor i'm guessing like if there's if it the martian is nominated for like s- design like uh special effects sort of thing like visual effects visual effects um or yeah. sound design or something like that that's the category it would probably win in versus okay best actor it's matt damon brian cranston for trumbo <laughs> okay i didn't see that uh leo Michael Fassbender as Steve Jobs and Eddie Redmayne for the Danish girl. So I don't think that they give a sci-fi the the top award. They 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 just never do. I'm going to pick Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. That's Let's see my if prediction. where else is The Martian on this list? Best movie set in Boston. <laughs> um Best Picture, it's up for Best Picture, too. Which it will not win. There's like 10 movies in Best Picture category. I bet The Revenant wins Best Picture, but Leo loses the Oscar. Probably. It'd be hilarious. That'd be great. <laughs> Just go home and hang himself from his model Titanic. Mad Max Fury Road is also up for Best Picture, so I don't know if I we're saw that. That was actually part. surprising. That was a good movie. <clears throat> I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you don't really like expect a movie like that to be nominated for Best Picture. That's just like a giant car chase the whole movie. Yeah, well, that's. But I like, think that's why they had to nominate it. It's just so different that you can't ignore it. It was so good and so it was, different. Yeah, it was well done. <laughs> yeah. It could and have been awful. Does that count as sci fi? I think it does. Dystopian. Can we watch that instead? Of what? Uh, anything that you. Uh... <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, you were throwing out Transformers earlier, so I thought I'd like get a jump on, like. He suggested Transformers. <laughs> Well, okay, there's Transformers, the Michael Bay version, and then there's the real Transformers. We, we can talk about the real Transformers, too, which will make you happy versus make you I never watched the Transformers when I was younger, so... We don't need to watch the 
cartoon series itself. You can just watch the movie. It gets you a yeah mm. a feel for what's happening. Transformers the movie. Yeah. Because they, they kill all the irrelevant characters in the first five minutes because the toys weren't selling well. So it's like, Aww. let's cut to the chase. Poor so it's Jeff also, The Martian is also up for production design. Wow. So like that's set decoration and stuff, which makes sense. And sound mixing and visual effects. The Star Wars The Force Awakens is up for best original score, which I think that is a total gift because it was the weakest Star Wars music I've ever heard in that movie. I don't remember any music from yeah. that movie other than the opening <laughs> crawl music, which is the the Star Wars music. I've actually like listened to the soundtrack at like just when I'm like sitting at my desk or something like that. It's like not bad to listen to, but it's like not very memorable. It's like, oh man, this is the music like Kaloran came into. It's like, nope, it's Eh. It just I, yeah. feels generic. I can't hell. recall it. Like I can even for the prequels, I can listen to the soundtrack and remember. Like, oh, okay, that was when this happened. But because it's good, it's good. <laughs> like all of it was really good. Yeah, John Williams may not be the right man anymore at ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety. Let's not make it any of JJ's collaborators, Michael uh, Giacchino or whatever who did the Star Trek remake music. You know that no. music they had for the trailer of the first Star Trek movie that was like they keep smacking the symbols every two seconds? No. Okay, well, you can look it up after this. That That's actually from a generic music company. Well, it sounded better than what he that's made That's what I mean, the movie. though. Like, <laughs> the, like, the epic trailer music was just from a, a generic music release called Epic Music, I think. Where an or- like an orchestra gets together and just cranks out like three hundred just generic tracks. <laughs> okay, so here's another sci-fi thing for best original screenplay, uh, Ex Machina. Oh, okay. So I think that's a little bit of a robbery. They just must have. I feel like that movie is good enough to be in the best picture category. It probably just got shut out because there's so many good movies. I guess. I don't know. But it didn't have Leo or Matt Damon in it. Guess not. Mark. Mark. Got to get back from Mars. We have to go back from Mark. <clears throat> they do have to go back. And China saves the day. Oh, The Martian is also up for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, well, that makes sense, though. Okay. So it's, it's like five nominations. Not bad. Especially for a sci-fi film. Yeah, sci-fi we'll film that had like... A really like different kind of like, you know, story. It wasn't written by like a design committee or whatever. It was like written by a dude, published like self-published online on his website. Wasn't he like a former NASA employee? Um, I think I read that. I thought the Martian guy was like a an ambassador to the WTO or something weird like that. But like, yeah, I, I just like it's very odd. The whole like he wrote it, he put it like literally online in a giant text file. It's like, hey, here you go, guys. Like, read my book. And then it got picked up by a publisher and then, you know, published and then picked up by, you know, screenplay. and Yeah, it's one of those, those rare self-publishing success stories that, yeah. you know, nobody paid attention to it until... Until, like, somebody just, like, managed himself. to, like, yeah. stumbled across it, like a publishing company, and it's like, oh, hey, this, you know, is a pretty good book. I think we could sell it. And got picked up from there, which is really kind of, you know, unique. It's funny, though, because... I mean, in terms of writing, I didn't think it was the most well-written book, but the story was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And 
that seems to be what happens in self-publishing is that because there's so, so much shit mm-hmm. that the cream just rises to the top always, like, pretty quickly, so... You know what, actually, I, I don't know where I got the idea that Andy Weir worked for the government or something. He actually, uh, he worked on Warcraft 2. This is nice. Project of Note. So. What? <laughs> what? Warcraft 2? That seems like a very... He was a programmer on Warcraft 2. Okay. Hey. strange. It's one of the greatest games ever made. Okay. It is. See, I'd rather play Warcraft 2 than watch After Earth. I think I'd rather play, well, not any game, but many other games. After Earth kind of rhymes with Afterbirth, which is really at best the best conclusion we can draw from this, that it's uh, the leftovers of M. Night Shyamalan's career. The baby already came yep. out. It was Will called Science. Will Smith definitely ate the placenta in this movie. It wasn't the sixth sense. I'm saying sci-fi. Like, oh. Science was his sci-fi baby, and then just is just like everything that came out after, that just like you put it in the biohazard container and burn it. Well, you mean you didn't like Lady in the Water? What the fuck was that movie even about? <laughs> I never yeah, I saw know. that movie, but I still some don't asshole know. owns a motel and there's like a mermaid in the water. That the the twist is that it's real. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So what's next week? Transformers. Ex Machina. Mad Max. What was that you said? Transformers? Justin? All these good movies that came out this year, and we're just ignoring them all. So Transformers? Oh. Do you want a break? Do you want to watch Mad Max instead? And talk about Immortan Joe's skin cancer problem? I actually never saw Mad Max, but... Okay. Spoiler, the really old guy who spends all his time in the sun has fucked up skin. Yeah, I, I figure, but... Oh, so you didn't see Fury Road? No. Okay, yeah, you should watch it. We'll we'll do we'll that. We'll talk about that next week then. Mad Max Fury Road. Finally, a decent movie. Yeah, and it's, you know, a solid sci-fi movie with robot arms and shit. And a guy that has a guitar with like a flame thrower on it, I've heard. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we'll talk about that then. Um, and I guess we'll talk about how the Oscars turned out. Which I'm guessing not good for Leo. Probably not. He doesn't deserve it. Does he? That was a question. Does he? Maybe a little. 